to the world. Hi everyone, it's been such a long time. It feels like ages, and I was telling Brendan just now, I almost forgot how the opening goes, but it's okay. <laughs> I am back. We are back. Thank you for joining us for this new episode of Nano to the World. Woohoo! This is Nano. Hey guys, it's Brandon. Glad to be back. Glad you're feeling better. Yes, I am feeling better.、Um, you know, just to let you guys know,、um, I was just down and out for a really long time after two trips overseas and back in Japan, but I'm、Exhausted. doing better. And I'm starting to get into the studio again, sing, you know, prepare for my upcoming. Uh, shows and stuff, and I have a lot of good news coming up as well on the music side, so we'll talk about that later. But, anyways, just wanted to start off saying you know, it's been a while since I actually came face to face and talked with Brandon. It's been such a long time probably like a month or so. About a month or so, I about think. About a、yeah. month or so. How have you been doing, Brandon? Oh,、uh, just busy. Busy. Like a lot of projects that I'm working on、mm-hmm. have you know, continued to be busy.、Mm-hmm. Um, And I just, I wish, I wish it was stuff that I could talk about, but the nature of what I do is、yeah. usually that it's stuff that, you know, is behind the scenes and、but、not really it, a lot yeah, of Yeah, that's mention, the case, right? right? Like your field of work is usually like behind the scenes. So it's probably like, you know, there's so many more things that you can't talk about than things、right. you、like、can talk about. The, the stuff that I get to actually, and for people that are listening that follow me on Twitter,、mm-hmm. um, at Brandon underscore JPN. Then, if you look at it, like I don't post anything unless I have something to say, is usually、mm-hmm. my thing, which is why I'm really bad with social media in general, personally,、mm-hmm. right? But when something happens, I always try to you know, post it and announce it. But if there's、mm-hmm. nothing, then I don't say anything.、Mm-hmm. And so it's not, though, that there's nothing. There are、mm-hmm. so many things going on behind the scenes that, you know, call it the curse of being a part of this industry that you know things that you can't say to other people,、mm-hmm. right? Um, there's really happy things that are happening. There's really frustrating things that happen.、Mm-hmm. There's difficult things that happen. And yet, we can't talk about that stuff, right? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you really, really want to be able to talk about these things and share、mm-hmm. these things, amazing things that are happening in your life or your work with other people. But,、mm-hmm. you know, we can't. And that's how it is. And that's kind of part of the theme that I wanted to talk about in this episode today as well. Like,、mm-hmm. how. Do you maintain your motivation when you can't share these things with the world or when、mm-hmm. you have exciting things or frustrating things that you don't really have that many people outside of this industry, for example,、uh-huh. uh, that you could share it with?、Uh-huh. You can't share it within the industry because then you're leaking information, but then you can't share it outside the industry because <laughs> then you're leaking information. And so,、yeah. I don't know, that's something that's been on my mind recently. Yeah. And it's actually. F- Kind of interesting because it's a little bit different, but I've been sort of feeling and thinking about things along that line in, sure, my, sure. in my job as well. So, building off of what we just said right there,、mm-hmm. like the struggle, I think sometimes is you know what you're doing.、Mm-hmm. And so, for example, Nana, when you go and record things or you go to practice for upcoming concerts, upcoming performances,、mm-hmm. you know what's coming, right?、Mm-hmm. And I imagine for you, that makes you super excited, right?、Mm-hmm. For myself as well, when I have、um, projects that are doing really, really well, or I have new projects that are on the horizon that I know are coming, and yet I can't say anything about it, that there's some that are super exciting, and then there's some that's just a lot of work sitting, my eyes getting worse and worse by the day, staring at the computer screen and typing away at, you know,、mm-hmm. getting. 
what uh, new project PowerPoints together to explain things or creating sales documents or creating contracts and all these little boring things you have to do behind the scenes, right? But how do you handle it? Like when you want to be able to tell the world what's Mm -hmm. going on, but then you don't, you can't Mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. How do you feel in those situations? It's a little bit similar and yet a little bit different, but I, you know, you know, Twitter and all these social media um, platforms have been around for so long that it feels almost natural or almost like, I don't know, like, like you have to put something out there constantly, right? Right. It it feels like an obligation sometimes that you have to update the world on what you're doing Mm -hmm. or what you're thinking. And I find sometimes like just recently, I never really thought too much about it, but, um, you know, like after I came back from overseas and I was mm-hmm. down, um, I took a break from social media. Like, mm-hmm. I really, like, didn't look at my um, social media. I just didn't post anything. Sure. And it was a really long time since I had done that. Right. And after doing that for over a week, I found that it was a lot easier to ignore those um urges mm. to post something or to share something with the world. And I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing to sure. connect with the world in, on social media. It's just that sometimes I think you feel almost like you forget that it's not like an obligation mm. or you don't have to share your every single thought with the entire world. Sure. And um, like it was almost like, I don't know, like a, like a habit to... Like when I think of something like like an idea or a thought pops up, then almost instantaneously there's like a like an automatic translating machine in my Mm. head that that starts like typing those thoughts into like SNS. Sure, words like character tweets. Yeah, they're (laughs) like, and I'm and I'm and I'm find that I'm opening up my iPhone and I'm typing in on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, but wait a minute. Like, what's the point of me writing this right Mm. now? Like, do I have to share this thought with the world? Do I have to share that, you know, this, like, pinpoint emotion or what I'm doing right now? Like, Mm -hmm. what's what's the meaning of this? Mm. And then sometimes, or most of the time lately, like, I find myself typing it in, but then I'm closing it. Sure. And not posting it. I do the same thing. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but it's just, like, a habit to think that you have to share something. And so ever since... Like I came back and I've been taking it easy on social media. I found that the less you share hmm. with the world, the more that you put into your work side. Like sure. um, when I'm, I have to write lyrics right now because my upcoming album is coming up and I'm writing a lot of new songs hmm. and I need like lyric inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I found that like, but I need an outlet. Like all human beings needed some sort of outlet, you know? Right. So I... Instead of opening up Twitter, I open up my memos mm-hmm. and I put all my thoughts on there. And then I I kind of, when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, this could be a good sort of theme for my lyrics. Or this keyword is really good for this song. Or So I think that the less I output on in the public, the more that I can use those thoughts and emotions for my work sure. and put it into that. So I don't know. Lately, it's kind of a, a, a little bit of a transition for me hmm. in that sense. So I don't know. That's that's my thoughts. I think like there's a tendency for the industry as a whole to have the opinion of like, if you're not 
you know, at least once a day、mm-hmm. showing up in the timeline or showing up in、mm-hmm. the, you know, notifications of the audience that you're going to get forgotten. Exactly. And I don't like that pressure,、mm-hmm. I think. Like, obviously, I am I'm not an artist. I'm only on the behind the scenes side, and there's not, you know, a huge following for me that people would forget about it anyway. But at the same time, I do feel like if you, the less you post, then obviously just the frequency of it, right?、Mm-hmm. That's the less your analytics are going to go. And for people that are obsessed with their analytics,、mm-hmm. which I have to be for my job,、um, You know, you can't show growth over time, so then you can't go to clients and show growth over time.、Mm. And, you know, there's the business aspect of it, but I don't like how that translates over to just personal things that I want to post,、mm-hmm. you know? So I went,、uh, I guess it was last weekend, two weekends ago now,、uh, to Shikoku、mm. um, for a really short vacation、mm-hmm. and took a bunch of pictures and, you know, went around some different historical sites like I do. And yet on Facebook, which is where most of like, my family、um, and I are, are connected, I posted you know, pictures、mm-hmm. that I had done. But on Twitter, I'm not, did I post anything at all for the time that I was there? And yet, you know, like you're saying, I didn't feel obligated to post it on Twitter.、Mm-hmm. And yet, then I think of it as like a missed opportunity as well,、mm-hmm. you know, to show a little bit about what. I'm doing on my off days, or you know, it's not just about work announcements and stuff、mm-hmm. like that, but you know, I'm a real person doing real stuff. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's, it's tough to find that balance, I think. And the longer you go without posting anything, then the less you, as you said, the less you feel like you need to do it,、mm-hmm. um, which definitely is less pressure. But then I wonder from the, you know, Being on the business side and seeing the marketing and analytics side of things too, is there not some way to balance that out and ensure that you know, you're getting to put yourself out in the public sphere, but then you don't have to do it on a daily, constant basis? And the only answer that I could come up with was、um, you need a social media manager to do that for you.、Mm. you know? so, It's so complicated、mm. when business comes tangled into、right. all the social media because you, know, you, feel, you do feel like. Everyone is so active and the world is moving so fast on social media that if you're not in there somehow on a daily basis,、right. that you're going to be left behind, right? But just putting business aside、mm-hmm. for the moment, I think, like, for example, when you go on a trip, like you said, you went to Shikoku.、Yep. And immediately, like nowadays in, in the modern generation, you feel like, okay, so I have to tell everyone that I'm traveling and、mm-hmm. I have to show pictures. And that's nice and all because you know, people sometimes are moved by the wonderful pictures you、sure. take or you know, inspired by photography and things. And that's fine. But at the same time, like, what was the original reason you wanted to go on the trip in the、mm. first place? Is it to show the world that you're on a trip or is it for yourself?、Sure. Like, do you want something out of it? And when you are connected with social media and you think you have to you know, tell the world about everything you do, then you kind of forget to. Get something out of it for yourself,、mm. and you end up with just like a like an empty Instagram, you know, you、right. just with photos, and emotion isn't there because you were focused so much on、um, showing the world、mm. and not getting something out of it yourself. So, I don't know, I just want to ask, you know, myself, or I just want to people to ask themselves, like, are you getting the most of 
out of what you're doing right now or are you forgetting to get something out of it and just um like worried about what people are gonna think about it more sure and i don't know it's just because like you said um the fear of being forgotten mm. is huge but for example before the generation where there was social media were people forgotten? No, right? Like, well, I, I mean, so. like, even if you aren't posting, like, tweets hmm. every day, it's not that you're forgotten, right? So it's, it's, humans haven't changed that much as in, like, what they are, how hmm. they think over the decades. It's just that everything is so, like, fast and mm -hmm. loud that you feel that way. But before there was Twitter... It's not like people were forgetting about other people. Right. Maybe actually they were thinking about them more since you don't you don't have reminders every day of this person or I don't know. I think mm, do you find that you tend to care less about someone when you have like more information about them than you need? Like, I don't know, like if you're if you don't get that much information about someone then mm. you start wondering what they're doing like oh how are they lately sure. so i want to reach out to them but if you have like every day that's information about that person then you don't mm. really have to reach out to them like in private you know and ask how they're doing because you know how they're doing you know mm. what they eat for breakfast you know <laughs> you know all these things that you don't even need to know about this person right mm. yeah like especially if you know you know, it's a good friend of yours, let's say, and you see them posting daily. You know they're doing okay, at least superficially. Mm -hmm. You know they're still, you know, what, happy and motivated enough to be posting things. No, and, but... Right? No, mm. but can I, can I ask you something? Sure. Like, what percentage of the people that actually look okay online, mm. are they really okay? Like... No, you no, can't know, of course, sure. Like, for myself... I'm a very positive person, and I hate to, like, give a negative impact on people. So whenever I post something, I end up posting something very happy or hmm. positive or uplifting more than something really, like, naggy or dark or realistic. Hmm. But to be honest, most of the time, I'm not really feeling like that. Like, yeah, I'm not always, like, emo or anything, but... Am I always happy? No. I don't and think anybody is. If you exactly. were, there'd be... It'd be a little bit unbalanced, right? Right? And so the reality is that I think a lot of people that are posting, like, you know, great Instagrammy, like, you know, nice, happy, oh, I'm so, my life is so great kind of posts, not, it's not necessarily the case. Like, they could be really, really struggling with something underneath or they sure. could be going through something really difficult. And so, like, I think you don't really, it's, it's, it's kind of like hmm i don't know but sometimes it's a trick like mm. you know you think you know about that person but you really don't mm -hmm. and so like i don't know it's scary i think like the everyone needs that outlet and as you were saying before that outlet doesn't have to be Twitter. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be 140, 280 characters, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it could be the memos that you're taking, for example, or mm -hmm. a journal mm -hmm. or something like that. And maybe that's what I should be doing. <laughs> write some kind of journal or write some kind of memos. And 
at least have that information there to feel like I'm getting those ideas out on paper, but they don't necessarily have to mm -hmm. be, you know, made public immediately, right? But I think the, I don't know, it, I think part of it has to do with the work too. Mm. Like, not to bring it back to the business side, but the fact that, you know, a lot of, if not almost all of the work that I'm doing these days is almost entirely online. Mm -hmm. Still have face-to-face -face meetings every once in a while, mm -hmm. but, you know, we're still dealing with coronavirus restrictions here. Mm -hmm. And you're so connected all the time that you, your first impulse is to go to that, you know, whatever it is, Twitter or Facebook or so on, to say something or do something because it's already, it's right there, you know? It's so easy, right? When it's like I, an addiction. No, it, well, I think it is a little bit. Mm -hmm. When I was in Shikoku, I did something that I rarely do. What? Um, I went to, so I was in Matsuyama. Matsuyama has a famous onsen called Dogo mm -hmm. Onsen. And I went to the onsen, which is something mm -hmm. I never do. Oh, wow. Um, you know, normally when I plan out trips for myself, it's always like, I don't want to waste time. Mm -hmm. I want to do what I want to do and get it done as quickly as possible. Well, not get it done as quickly as possible, I guess, but spend the amount of time necessary at each place to get mm -hmm. it done and then move on, right? You know, pack the schedule as much as possible. Don't waste time on just hanging around. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was going with somebody else, mm -hmm. which, you know, just for the audience's sake, I do go on trips with other people sometimes. But, <laughs> um, you know, when going with somebody else, of course, you're going to have more of that hanging out, relaxing, mm -hmm. you know, enjoying each other's company kind of time. Yeah. When I go on a trip for myself, I find that unnecessary. And mm -hmm. so I'm always go, 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 making sure everything is planned out, you know, depending on where you're going to the train times, especially in the countryside to the You want to use your time well. Right. Mm -hmm. And yet this time I was like, you know what? I, I have an entire day in my vacation schedule that I haven't planned anything for. So I'm just going to, you know, wing it, which is very rare for me. So go to the onsen, go to this famous temple, go to this wow. place and just kind of walk around. And while I was, so basically I went to this one shrine and then I walked, you know, to the, this temple that was about 15 minutes away and I realized that while I was walking between those two locations, I was constantly on my phone the entire time, checking oh, things, mm -hmm. replying to emails, uh -huh. you know, doing work, in other words, mm. which I didn't think about it too much at the time. Yeah. But when I came back to the hotel later on, I yeah. was like, yeah, I really shouldn't do that. Just, you know, turn, put the phone in my backpack rather than my pocket or something yeah. and enjoy it, right? So that was one thing I noticed. Then the second thing was, uh -huh. as I mentioned, the onsen. So... Went into uh, this onsen building, um, very cheap, you know, paid the fee or whatever. And, of course, you would see, you know, all these signs saying you can't bring your cell phone into mm -hmm. the, the bathroom or, or the washroom. Mm -hmm. Well, of course you can't. Mm -hmm. But when I saw that, it occurred to me that, huh, here's a place when, in Japan or anywhere in the world where you have to be disconnected from the internet mm -hmm. to enjoy. Mm-hmm. No Twitter, no Facebook, no Instagram, no no nothing. You physically must be separated from your electronic device in order to enjoy this this place. And so as I'm putting my stuff into this locker, put my phone in the locker, turn the key, whatever, like it was one of those moments where I was like suddenly like, huh, I'm f I don't want to use the word free because I'm going to be thinking about work, obviously. Mm -hmm. I know I will, but like 
for at least the amount of time that I choose to spend in this location where I'm not physically allowed to have my electronic device, I'm going to be separate from the internet, separated from things. And whatever happens during this time, an emergency comes up at work, something, you know, somebody asks me a question or sends me an email and needs something from me, it can wait Mm -hmm. until I'm done. Now, Mm Did I feel like I needed to hurry myself up and, and wash up and get out of there? A little bit. Mm-hmm. But even within that short amount of time that mm-hmm. I spent, you know, enjoying the mineralized water, hot water of the mm-hmm. onsen, which was very nice. Yeah. Um, like, I realized that we had, I had located a place that you you had to be quarantined mm-hmm. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's going on around yeah. you, right? And again, this is, I don't do the onsen thing very often. Usually, again, if I'm going by myself, I just go, 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 and don't worry about these things. But I enjoyed that, you know, short amount of time that I had to just sit there and be like, I'm, no one knows where I am. Mm -hmm. This is just for me. This is just for me. You know, I don't have to worry about Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, analytics, YouTube, or anything else. Uh, Was I worrying about those things? A little bit. Yeah. But I couldn't be checking on it right there. (laughs) And I don't know, maybe I want to put more of that into my life a little bit where I can um, to be able to set aside those times where even if I wanted to be connected, I couldn't be, you know? It's such a waste because Mm. what I think is that, of course, for example, if you're a talent or if you're like a, um, you know, sort of going to those places for work, like to show right, the right. inside of the onsen, what it's like on, as on business, you know, you're there to um, like, you know, if it's for work, then yeah, I, I can see that you have to post like what the water is like or yourself, you know, selfie shot in the bathtub or something, you know, maybe if it's for work and you're, you're sort of reporting what it's like, then of course I understand. But it's just that even no matter what you're doing, like what job you're doing, like social media has become like a job hmm, I think for so. everyone. Like you feel like it's part of your job to like tell the world about the current situation. But then when you have that, you can't really get the most out of it for yourself. Hmm. Right. And so like, I think it's such a waste sometimes because if it's a job, yeah, sure. Then oh well but if it's not a job and you're doing it for free and you're and you're not getting the most of what you need mm-hmm. out of that but you're letting the world know and have like pieces of that but do they really 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 care that much about it like um you know when i was little um i grew up okay, th- this is really interesting but mm. i'm not that i'm not that like ice age old or anything but as as I a kid, I no 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 no. But as a kid, my my mother was very interest an interesting woman, and she grew me up without a TV. Hmm. Like everyone around me was doing games and PlayStation sure. and watching TV. It was a normal thing. But I didn't have a TV inside the house. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up playing video games, and so what I did was read books yep. and write in my journal. And I wrote in my journal every single day, and. So I was a huge journal writer. And then, then um, nowadays I realized that, like, even though I was writing so much when I was younger, like, 
now, if I write something just for myself, I tend, like, it's so, it makes me feel so bad because it feels like if it's not public, hmm. it doesn't mean anything. Like, those words, if it's a private memo, then it's, it's like a meaningless blob of letters or something. Hmm. I think a lot of people tend to feel like that. Like, if you don't make it public, those words don't mean anything. Like, if hmm. no one is there to read that, if no one is there to... to like observe that then mm. those thoughts are are meaningless like a lot of people tend to think that way but it's not that way because right. um you know evaluation or appreciation isn't doesn't determine the value of right. your thoughts or words right but nowadays it feels like if you don't get like a number of likes or if people don't like your post or retweet your post and that means that post is meaningless right sure. you feel like you want to delete that post like mm -hmm. oh that was a pointless post and oh, no and one cares about it that's probably mm -hmm. trash you know and people do it all the time yeah. when you know you don't get or they feel like they didn't get enough likes so they mm -hmm. feel like they didn't get enough mm -hmm. uh retweets on something then they just go and delete it because it not only does it look bad mm -hmm. but then that drags down their analytics when you look yeah. at it later on and I don't know that I've ever done that specifically, mm -hmm. but I definitely remember thinking about it. For example, you know, I announced that, oh, I'm going to be doing, you know, the MC for the voice actor panel for uh, Shoot, Goal to the Future at Crunchyroll Expo and got very little traction mm -hmm. on a post like that where for something that was super exciting to me, mm -hmm. you know, and a big development for myself um, was not seen as something to be particularly, you know, but celebrated i guess on twitter which is mostly just a function of my not hyping enough mm -hmm. uh, my not you know having the social media presence as we were just talking about before on a regular basis to then lead people to find that kind of content but you know i wouldn't say that i was but then hmm. when you see those like numbers yeah you start like degrading yourself you start like saying oh did i not do enough or hmm. did i not work hard enough or, you know, it, it turns into something where you turn negative on yourself. Right. And I think, like, it's it's not necessarily like that. And, like, for example, if someone who did something, the same thing as you, posted yeah. something, maybe got, like, 10 times more sure. um, numbers than you, does that mean that they worked harder? Does that mean that they... No, not necessarily. Not right. necessarily, right? You could have worked 10 times harder but didn't get as many retweets or mm -hmm. likes, right? But that doesn't judge how much effort you put into it, how right. hard you worked at something. But then you feel like it's like that. Like, oh, I didn't do enough or I don't... My, you know, I'm not worthy enough or I, I'm not worth enough, worth enough hmm. in social media. But so it's so like unhealthy, I think, when people, you know, get negative on themselves or degrade themselves for reasons that aren't realistic. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know, but like, it's really, really easier said than done. I, I really feel this because everyone is doing it, but... Mm. I do think that maybe, like, if it is possible, it is sometimes a lot healthier not to, like, just just do something for yourself and not sure. for the world. And it takes, since it's, like, a habit to do that for the world, it, it'll take a little bit of effort and it'll take a little bit of practice. But, like, just doing something for the sake of getting the most out of it or, mm. like... 
I, I'm lately I'm doing the memo thing where I'm doing a private Twitter for myself. Like、mm. I, if I have thoughts, then I have a little like I use a calendar that has diary diary、sure. entries, and I post that or I use it for my lyrics. And so like I don't know, but the thing you said earlier, like we're going back to the first concept, but、yep. motivation. What、mm. keeps you motivation motivated? And if your motivation is the evaluation of others. Or the sort of I don't know the likes or the numbers, then that is so fragile, and that is、sure. that is the worst way, source of motivation,、mm -hmm. to be honest. And I'm going to be pretty harsh when I say that because if that is your motivation, then that that could break any time. That is not a real thing.、Mm -hmm. And so, if I were to say, what should your motivation be? Anything else other than that,、mm. really? So, like, but you know, since oh, it's so hard because you know the younger generation now. Most of the most of them, like what we see, their jobs are like online stuff. You know,、mm. uh, even analog work, you're connected online, or you're promoting online, or you're you know advertising online, right? And you're connected through social media. But. And for example, like in the entertainment industry, like VTubers、mm -hmm. or even musicians, talents are all based on YouTube or online. So it's really hard. But because of those jobs, I think the motivation should not be there.、Mm. Um, like this is a a little bit off track, but singing and music used to be. My hugest love and passion when I was a kid,、hmm. and then the moment that became my professional job. Oh, it was so difficult because I loved singing, I loved music, but it became a job, and it wasn't a hobby or a passion anymore. And so there was a stage in my career where I hated singing. To、hmm. be honest, I couldn't find passion in it. Every note that I sang was painful.、Um, And I, I thought, like, what happened to me? Like, did I, did I pick the wrong job, or am I not good enough? Or you know, it all, all it turned negative.、Mm. And so, especially because social media is now a job for many people, I think that that should not be your motivation, right? Because when things go bad for your job, then your motivation is going to go down the drain as well. So, like, I don't know. It's different for every, everyone, but. You know, find motivation elsewhere. Find, you know, passion or,、um, like, I don't know, but happiness elsewhere is just what I think needs to be the key. The gamification, I guess, is the word of our work in the entertainment industry. When you post a new song up on YouTube and you see how many views or how many likes it gets, right? Or you post something on Twitter, or you post something on Instagram, and if that's all it was, then maybe I think you could put it aside, you、mm -hmm. know, and find joy and motivation in doing it for the sake of doing it. And something I know I've said on this program previously is that one of my greatest joys in the work that I do is by supporting the artist or the artists that I'm supporting, and then seeing the reaction of the fans to. What that artist does, the ability, my supporting of that artist gives that artist the ability to put 
smiles on the faces of the fans in the audience, for example. And seeing that as one of my major motivations is not something that can be gamified or not something that can be um, have numbers put to it, right? It's a something that happens in a moment and you can only see it in that moment, but that's my greatest motivation or mm-hmm. one of the biggest ones. But the fact that outside of some of those, you know, what some moments that can't be quantified into numbers. There's many, many things about we do that that can be quantified into numbers. And the thing that frustrates me the most about that is that then when you have to bring that content, whether it's yourself, other people you're working with, your company, uh, your artists, your business, um, and again, including yourself, then you have to bring that and then show that to other people And the only way that they can, from a superficial perspective, evaluate or appreciate that content, the first thing they're going to look at is how many likes it has, how many views it has, how many, how many, how many. And I wonder if there's not a good way to, what, take the focus off of the how many and put the focus back on the how Mm -hmm. or the what. Mm -hmm. What is that content? How is that content made? How does that content affect its audience? and so on, that I'd really like to be able to change my thinking about it, certainly, and then change the thinking about it um, with the artists that I work with or change the thinking about it with the clients that I work with as well. Otherwise, you know, you're only ever going to evaluate highly the things that have the highest numbers, Mm -hmm. and you're never going to try to break through down to the bottom layer or bottom layers, the lower layers of that industry where people are working as you were saying before probably as hard if not harder than everybody else and just haven't found a way to break through all of those layers to get to the top yet how to do that though you know it's interesting because when you want a good quality of something whether it's for example (laughs) this is off the top of my head but like olive oil for example right good quality olive oil means that there's less of that gunk in there there's it's it's genuine it's it's has a lot less what do you call it like junky impurities impurities right it's pure which means it's more expensive the quality is higher and the more noise there are the more gunk is out there means that the quality is going to get lower right Mm -hmm. and so like it's like that I think on social media, the more noise you put out there, the less quality you're outputting in general. Like mm. your entire output is your level of quality is getting lower. And what I do when I go shopping, for example, if I need like it's not like the the price that's the point or like using less money. It's not that like if I'm going to buy something. Like before, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to buy it. And I put it into my shopping bag, right? And I don't even think twice about Mm. like buying something. But then I end up like when I go home, did I really need this? Or like I wear it once and I'm like, no. And then I end up trashing it, which is such a waste. And for like the entire world, right? For yourself, your money, for the world, it's a bad thing. And so now what I do is no matter what I buy, whether it's online and buying stuff online is so easy that you Mm. tend to just like... like click it in there and buy it but i always ask myself again and again like Mm. twice or three times okay wait do i really Mm -hmm. need this and if the answer is immediately yes like 
oh my god, I need it right now, then I will buy it. Sure. But if there's even like a smidget mm. of a mm in there, then I don't buy it. Yep. And then I leave it out for at least like a week or so. And I tell you, a week later, you're like, I, I'm glad I did not buy sure. that because I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Or you might find something better. Yeah. And so, like, it's the same thing like that. If you're going to tweet something or if you're going to output something, wait. I know it's like you're itching mm. to hit that tweet button. Yep. But wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Do I really need to write this? And then most cases, like 80% of the time, you're going to say, no, I'm not going to die if I don't mm. tweet this. And if you're 80% gonna, of the time. <laughs> yeah, 80% of the I swear, sure. maybe even more. Sure. 90% of the time. Sure. But if you really think that this is something you're going to, like, in, inwardly, like, really die if you don't tweet, then don't tweet it. Like, mm. try it out. It's going to be really, like, no matter what kind of addiction you're trying to leave behind, whether it's like smoking or whatever it is, right? Mm. The first few months or so is really tough. You're going to yes. have to re- feel like you're going to relapse, like, and the urge is going to get there. But once you overcome that, then it's easier. So it's the same with tweeting or like saying something, or even if it's not tweeting, if it's saying something to someone like mm. verbally, like there are some people that have to say everything that's on their mind, right? Mm. But just... Mm, hold it in there right Mm -hmm. and see if you're gonna die if you don't say it but if you're not gonna die then maybe it's better if you just take a little bit of time to reassess it in your mind because i think social media is making it really difficult to do that nowadays right and so like that's what i do now and most of the time i feel like i've been I, I hate to use this kind of harsh way of saying it, but I've been I, I there was a time that I feel like I used Twitter for just m- meaningless like did I really need to mm. output that or it's just a bunch of like gibberish like sure. you know and the more you tweet, the more output you do the 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 quality of your I don't know feelings, your identity is gonna get lower, of course. it's mm. like that so. Yeah, that's that's what I that's my only advice for myself, at least. Limit the quantity of what you're putting out so that the quality increases Mm -hmm. and really think hard about each piece of content that you're putting out there Mm -hmm. to ensure that it's the quality you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Because if you just do it in the spur of the moment, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But over time, you'll figure out whether it was or not. Right. It's so tough, right? Even musically, like, everyone's, like, outputting stuff on such a short span Mm. lately. But, and you feel like, you know, you have to do that. Like, since YouTube is out there and TikTok is out there, you feel like you have to put out content, like, constantly, right? Mm. Or else. But then when you feel rushed to put content out there, then the quality will go down. And you can't do it by yourself anymore. You need help, right? In order to create that good quality content on a very constant basis. But do you have to be like that? Like, if it's for business, maybe. But if it's not for business, then maybe you shouldn't have to keep up with the world. Like, no, what's the difference in posting something once a week or what, or once a day? I mean, like, hmm. really, honestly. Like, the world is not going to forget you um, if you don't post every day, I to be honest. And sometimes it's better actually not to post every day or not to output something every day Hmm. in order for people to really, really, like, think about you. Or, 
I don't know. I mean, it depends on everyone. So I can't really say like, don't post every day. Like mm-hmm. some people do need to do that for their job or for whatever they're doing or, you know, restaurants, you know, have to um, promote themselves every day sure. in order to, for people to come every day. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I don't know, just for an emotional sense. Sometimes I think it's really, really unhealthy to have to think about what other people think about you mm-hmm. or your motivation shouldn't be from the outside in it should really be from what you find is valuable within yourself and then translate that into the outer world so yeah anyone listening to this that might feel like they're you know struggling with the same thing everyone's struggling with it whether it's if it's a musician like me or an you know entrepreneur like brandon yeah so well i think we'll leave it at that for today the moral of the story is we're all human yes we're all suffering through different things Mm -hmm. um and we all need to go to the onsen more and lock ourselves away from technology for at least 30 minutes exactly (laughs) right yeah uh but you know sometimes sns is a good thing i mean it helps us stay connected with the people that you know it's sometimes difficult to stay connected to so i mean um i thanks to sns i connected with my fifth grade teacher there you go you know and that without sns i probably never would have been able to connect with her again in the rest of my life so you know thanks to facebook you know so well on that note do we want to talk about our sns of course yes because (laughs) you know without sns this podcast would you know be drowning Um, Thank you all for listening all the way to the end of this episode of Nano to the World. Uh, As always, we really, really appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at NTTWOfficial. It's all one word. You can also follow us on Instagram. uh, So go check out our Instagram account as well. Um, And we're always putting episodes up on Spotify. Uh, I think we will have this one and then we have another one we're going to record today. But we'll be getting back into the swing of it um, and getting the episodes out. So please look forward to the next ones coming up. And uh, don't hesitate to use our hashtag on Twitter. Uh, it is hashtag nano underscore world. Was that what it was? Am I forgetting? Nano I... Under... underscore world, yes. I believe that's the right one. Yes. Um, but yes, please check out a nano underscore world hashtag as well. We will definitely go through and check that, and I'll hit you with a heart uh, if I see it. Any comments? Yes, and you know, please do tell us your thoughts about you no know, SNS or social media, anything that you feel like you've been thinking about lately in terms of social media so thank you so much for listening today and see you next time on nino to the world bye-bye rock on rock on